Chinwag with the one and the only Sadia Osmani. Sadia, it's great to see you. How are you doing today? Very well, thank you. You're looking very summery today because I suppose it's hot in oh, Hong Kong. It's so it has been hot. raining an awful lot here in in UK. Oh my goodness! And last week in the UK, it was so cold. Oh my God! I'm yeah. just kind of like wanting something warm because it's kind of on and off. Because uh, I can see right now, um, you're wearing like a scarf, sort oh, of. Oh, this is just yeah. This is just inside, so it's okay. Is so it the cold? weather is that? Well, outside is probably a bit chilly. Oh. It's not it's not hot, certainly like Hong Kong style. But um, last week, I think at one point the temperature dropped down to about ten degrees, and it was <gasps> icy winds and and you know, so it kind of varies on and off. Sometimes it's a bit funny. That's crazy. It's May. It's almost June. It's yeah. it's almost yeah. summer. Yeah. But yeah, actually, having said that, I remember one. One Easter, it was April, and it was it started snowing in Canterbury. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. It was so weird. it does happen. It does I happen. Mean, you know, it's, a, it's a weird thing, anyway. So you can't have that consistent thing. So chinwag today, um, I was going to talk about table manners. It sounds like table manners. Well, the the reason that I I thought I'd talk about this is because I just heard, and you know, I was having dinner recently, and we were having this conversation, and the person I was having dinner with said, um, oh, you know, they really hate, they really disliked it to hear somebody making a noise while they were eating, right? And That's um, my and pet then, peeve. Oh, my goodness. Is it? Oh, oh I, right. I can't stand it. It, it actually, it makes me angry. Oh, that's very interesting because then I tripped over an article and some research which shows that actually there is a condition. It's a thing. That's right. It's a thing, absolutely. So the research is about the fact that sounds of sort of other people eating, uh, it can be incredibly irritating for people, right? And this is called misophonia. Right or misophonia, and basically scans show that the brains have str- a stronger link between that part of that processes sound, that processes sound, and that which controls the mouth and throat. And people who have misophonia, actually, you know, it can drive them to despair because they they. It's, a, it's called a hatred of sound. That's what misophonia is. Oh. And it creates a feeling of disgust, anxiety. You've just said anger and violence, right? And it's interesting because I was watching a Korean drama, as I do, you know, on a regular <laughs> basis. And, um, and this one was called When Camellias Bloom, right? And in this particular Korean drama, it just so happens this week, which I just finished, the guy, there is a serial killer who is going around killing people because he can't stand the noise that they make and and he can't stand like really loud noises. So I thought that wow. was a good link to wow. them. That, that, to that's a bit extreme. Uh, just for the record, I'm not going to go around hurting people. But <laughs> You just said violence. <laughs> yeah, I said anger. Um, but, okay. I, I, but yeah, it does make me really annoyed. And I, I, yeah, I've, I've, I've yelled at colleagues before when I hear them eat Ooh, with a sound. Really? I just think it's okay. so unnecessary. I was raised, you know, my, my grandfather, who, by the way, was a very good cook. He was a chef. And he would used to tell me off 
for chewing gum with a sound. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. He, and, and, I, and I remember growing up being told off for that. So maybe I had that image, or maybe I'm born with this sort of thing. I, I don't know, but I just get really annoyed. I'm sure some of our listeners can relate to that. When you hear yeah. people chewing or eating, it, it's just so unnecessary. But in some cultures, it's necessary. In Japan, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's a kind of cultural thing, too, to a certain extent. And lots of the different things where, when I was looking at table manners generally, a lot of it is to do with culture. And a lot of it is to do, it sounds like a Hannibal Lecter, actually. Oh, sorry, doesn't it? I was trying to do the, the, the eating of the soup and drinking of the <laughs> Yeah. And also, it depends on your upbringing. You've just mentioned your grandfather, who's a chef, and who probably was very particular about how, very you know, strict, table manners yeah. and how how so much of it probably depends on how we bring up our children and things that we say around the dinner table as to what is right and what is not because you know when I was looking at some of the other things um, you know in terms of just general table manners then I, I just looked at some of those like I, I found a place where there was a hundred tips on table manners right and from that I've just pulled out some of the kind of key ones that I think are worth discussing and and I think a comment to everyone. Um, and I suppose, you know, whether you've got misophonia or not, that's another matter. But I'm sure it is, irrita it is irritating, especially too when people eat with their mouths open almost. You know, oh, they're eating sorry, and you're then they're killing me here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and they're kind of, and you can see the, the morsels in the mouth. And, and that's really. So, you know, children specifically do things like that sometimes, and then that's where you need to teach them, right? So when I pulled out some of the main kind of table manner things, I thought this was really interesting, right? Um, number one I really put on my list is, without a doubt, in this day and age, is to do with mobiles, right? So, um, you know, when you go to a restaurant, um, I think 90% uh, of us probably, there is not many of us who do not take a picture of what they are eating. Yeah. They tend to, right? I, I try and, not to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's almost like waiters are waiting for you. Oh, are you not going to take a photograph yeah. of your food? Type eating thing. with the eyes first, or with the yeah. camera first. And putting your phones on silent and next to you at the dinner table, it's a real distraction. So I suppose, you know, I would say these days that is probably one of the top tips about table manners in terms of try not to have your phone. Although I'm guilty of it, it is sitting there and you keep you yeah. glance at it. Where's my but phone? Oh, no, I'm not guilty. My phone is back here. So. It's probably best to keep it on silent, yes. right? So so that's one. And an interesting one was this whole thing about utensils. I don't know, like, uh, different, obviously, in Hong Kong where you're using chopsticks, and that's fine. You know what you're going to use. But in, in some kind of more formal gatherings, you might go to a restaurant or to a big dinner, and then there's a whole array of forks and knives and things like that in front of you. And it's Little quite confusing. Spoons. isn't it? Yeah, and then you just kind of go back to a, a scene in Pygmalion or something where you think she's being taught how to use the cutlery. And the rule is, is the outside-in rule. So you work from the outside as the courses come and go in 
to all of the things that are on your table. So keep that in mind. Um, and then um, there's this thing about, and, and again, in Hong Kong, I, I find that this is quite a common thing that, you know, removing food from your mouth, right? Now, in Hong Kong, I, you know, you always see, they say that the, the rule is here is if you use a utensil to put, in, to put food into your mouth, then you should use a utensil to take it out. Therefore, things like toothpicks or whatever, right? But if you are using your hand to eat the food, so that would be probably, you know, a way to a sandwich, yeah, or a sandwich, or you know, I suppose awkward things like prawns and crabs and fish, you know, some things like that. Then you should use your fingers to pull out the bones and the pits. So fruit, for instance. So. That was the rule. It's interesting because mm. I never really kind of thought about that. But also in Hong Kong, you notice, I've seen this, it's a very common thing that if you have had your meal and you've got your toothpick, like here uh, in UK, it's quite common. People see, you see them go like that with their toothpick and things like that. I was talking about cover. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So you cover your, your face with your mouth and then you discreetly. Yeah. Dis dislodge whatever it is that's there but then this is also a cultural thing because i'm sure in some cultures you know people are going <laughs> and doing yeah. whatever they like you know but um, i feel like so my grandma does it but i think she's earned it i think at 80 something it's okay that you're showing people how you're picking your teeth yeah <laughs> what's yeah. left and sometimes of them. it can be quite cool in one way like you know when you think <laughs> you should see these cowboy movies and he's got a toothpick or something and they're chewing at Stuff. So there might be sort of a cool element to it to a certain extent. Um, and then, um, so when you hold your wine glass then, Noreen, how are you holding a wine glass? Um, so let's pretend that this is the stem. I just hold it like this and, 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 and the bulb is like okay, that. Okay, the bulb. Okay. Yeah. And I right. don't hold it like this because if you hold it like this, you warm up the wine or something like that. All right, good. Well, the 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 um, thing on table manners is that yeah, you hold it by the stem, yeah. and uh, and if it's a very large glass, then possibly with the bowl. But usually, yeah. it's the stem. A brandy glass, okay. maybe with that, because it's okay that you heat it up a little bit. But with wine, you don't want to heat up the bulb, of uh, or oh. whatever you call it. I don't know the bulb. The drinks. I I, I wouldn't. I'll, oh yeah. I think about it. <laughs> okay. And uh, and then obviously um, this thing this reaches as, as something that we always tell our kids and stuff is no elbows on the table oh, when you're yeah. eating. My granddad was big on you that. Know, I think sometimes you do get comfortable though when you're eating, especially if you're yeah. waiting for foods and stuff. You tend to yeah. Do you that. can't put your hands and you can't put your chin in your hands like that on on and the, eat. Yeah, and in Chinese yeah. culture, we're supposed to have both hands um, uh, on the table. Not yeah. So if you're holding, you tend to hold the bowl with one hand and then chopsticks in the other hand. Yeah. Um, yeah. If not, if you say you're, you're you're drinking a bowl of soup or whatever, so the, sp the so the bowl is on the table and the spoon is one hand, but you've got to rest your other hand by the bowl. You can't put your oh. hand on your lap. Because that's oh, not okay. that's not polite. Keep yeah, keep it on okay. the table. Oh, that's interesting. You see, so Both hands so have to be quite seen. a few different cultural differences in how we how we look at those things. Um, the other thing is is that when you just mentioned soup, so if you were drinking soup, how would you drink it? Would you drink it like that, 
Or you're supposed to flick it outwards, so you're supposed to put the spoon towards the other person. But I personally drink it towards me, even if I, even though I've been taught the other way around. I just think it's so counterintuitive to be flicking the other side and then putting it into your mouth. So yeah. sorry, I'm not a yeah, good role model. So, so the table manners thing was that the soup should be drunk away from you. Yeah, why so is that? You are, as you said. I don't know. It's it's a bit of a. I think it. I mean, it's just easier to do that, isn't it's it? So much um, exactly. Just scoop it into the mouth. Uh, you know, Chinese people just take pick up the bowl and just put the whole bowl in their mouth. <laughs> no spoons necessary. So forget that. <laughs> I, and I can understand that too, especially if you want to get every last drop. You can never get it with a spoon, so that's fair enough. And then it's interesting. This is a really funny one, right? Which brought back some memories. It's serving from a platter. Like when you get a whole platter of stuff and people then, you know, all the restaurant passes it to you and things, you have to keep in mind, obviously, the number of people on the table. And I assume that the platter is enough to go around for each person. Mm. Now, something that happened to me, this is, this, is my, this is my greed speaking here, right? But I remember when I was really young, I went on the school trip, right? And there was about six of us on this table and we were being served food. And it came around and they had these nice, like a nice piece of beef, uh, just a thin slice of beef. And, uh, and I was thinking, this is it's just too thin. It's just too thin. I need more than that. And then... Uh, I remember just taking two slices of this beef, right? And and I was only about eight, nine years old, right? And I was not going to say that I was 18 or anything like that. And then um, what happened is that when it came to the, the whole round of the table, then one person didn't get their slice of beef. And so the dinner lady came along and she goes, I'm sure I put six pieces in there. I, I discreetly covered mine up quickly and started eating. And then there was this real big mystery about where did that slice of beef go? And I had such guilt written on my face, but I had a full belly, so I was quite happy. But I realized then that with the platter, you know, you need to make That's sure it. that you know about. So I've always been a bit greedy from the start, so I'm afraid, um, you know. Uh, but, so, kids, but if it's so thin, then, you know, surely everybody yeah, deserves like two surely. slices. You know, and I think what happens is, you know, sometimes within the West, um, there is this thing about kind of counting things per for each plate. And, and that's certainly not in cultures. I mean, like generally in my culture, if you're going to set the table for food, there should be an abundance of food on the table. So nobody actually feels a bit uneasy about not take, you know, to eat properly, you know, they you're not going to only put measured amounts of things on the table. People are going to, you're not going to count. I remember going to someone's house and they rang me half an hour. This is a Western, right? They rang me half an hour before and they said, oh, we're making some salmon with, with potatoes and we want to check. Will you have two potatoes or one? <laughs> <laughs> they check in advance. Did they know about the beef story? Maybe they're like, oh, this is the lady who will take yeah, two yeah, pieces yeah. of potatoes. I wasn't going to dare tell them that anyway. So... <laughs> So that's, so that's one of the things about table manners with uh, platters and stuff. And then there's this other thing about, you know, this is what I suppose children sometimes do this, about guarding your food and hunching over your food, like uh, your plate, you're sort of sitting there. Children kind of. love doing that. And children kind of also put their elbow, if especially if it's something like a nice piece of chocolate cake, or you know, they're going to go like that and guard it so nobody else. 
um, bit of it as they eat. So, so that's another one. Um, and then, like, I suppose a common one in Hong Kong is this whole banquet eating. Mm. So, if you were at a banquet, when do you start to eat? When is the right time to eat when you are served your your thing? Yeah, it it really. So, oh, well, I was gonna say it really depends um, because I, I I've been to banquets where. So there's a server who serves you, and as soon as everybody in the table is served, then you start eating. But then there are times that you know the adults in the family would be like, okay, maybe the children eat slowly. So as as I was younger, you know, they'd be like, okay, the children start eating first. So as soon as you're served, you can start eating first. But I do know, I think in Chinese culture, the proper way is once everybody is served in the table, in those wedding banquets or whatever. Once everybody has been served, and then you say yum boy, you say cheers, and then that's when you start eating. Okay. Yes. Okay. Because the the details here were that once the person who is beside you, oh. on the side of you, has been served, then you can eat. Oh. Like you you can start if you want to. That's a I suppose a general thing on banquets. But obviously that would depend culturally in in you know in Hong Kong that would maybe that's different. That's much better, and that makes more sense because once you've waited till everybody's served, it gets cold the table, too, it gets cold. doesn't it? Uh, I get very that, worried, and it, I need to eat it. <laughs> Having said that, some of the times, by the time it's served, it's sometimes cold already, especially the cold dishes, like the jellyfish or whatever. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. But if it's something hot, you just think, well, you know, by the time it's gone around eight people. Um, Twelve. And then it's time for that. Yeah. And then it's about time that they start picking up the plate. So I get very concerned about so, um So, you know, you can see where my, my focus is. Anyway. And also on the table, um, hat or no hat. It's kind of common now for people to wear hats or caps or something. I think no something. caps, I would assume, because wearing caps indoors is not even polite, right? I was told. Right, yeah, yeah, that's what they said too. And uh, the other one is about burping and hiccuping. Now, that is very much a cultural thing, I think, that it's accepted in some cultures that you yeah. burp openly others you put your napkin over your face and they're saying about hiccuping that if you start to hiccup you should actually move away from the table and come back when it finishes and i thought my good wow. you know considering how hiccups can can, can last be, for like you're gonna, 20 minutes <laughs> that's like you're gonna miss that. that's like one course joking. gone you know absolutely and i would not move i'm sorry you're gonna have to hear my hiccups but i'm gonna eat so i mean what would you do burping because uh, in chinese culture i think people i have heard people in the streets when you're walking by and they've just had meals oh and really oh no yeah. in, in our family no we don't burp at the table we don't burp. or if you burp you burp discreetly because it's a bodily function you say pardon me afterwards um, I've heard it a few times yeah. walking past people, but I think um, in Middle Eastern um, cultures, it's and 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 I suppose in sort of South Asian too, people tend to burp. Uh, you know, sometimes and you think, oh, why are you doing that? But I don't know. They just without thinking. More men than yeah. women, obviously. Um, so yeah. men seem to be given that allowance, but I don't think it's very nice. Yeah. I think they should just. 
exactly, do discreetly. Yeah, but I, I think it's okay to burp at the table. Like we're not super strict at home with the children, but we always tell them, you know, you say excuse me afterwards because it's it's a normal bodily function. You don't want to make them feel so bad about it. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> and and it's the thing about children, isn't it? I think so many of these things are the other kind of things that you teach children as they get older and they pick it up and that becomes part of the way the family does things. Mm. Okay. And the other thing is, is um, small bites, uh, taking small amounts of food in your mouth as you go, obviously, which is a, which is, which is a given. Um, and I can understand that, but you know, we do tend to, I, might just take a big bite but it's a bit awkward then um <laughs> depends how we're doing for time me. you know if if we're busy <laughs> then you know big bites and i do that reminds me of my of my of my dear friend morag um at university and um she would used to cut up all her meals so for example lasagna or roast chicken she'd cut it into bite size and then she would start to read and she'd just take you know everything was like a nice bite size and then oh, she wouldn't have so to worry she could about do it she just without eat, problems eat while yeah. reading yeah and i thought that was she quite she was multitasking she, she was, was multitasking yeah so she didn't have to cut Absolutely. her food while she was reading she just cut everything in advance and yeah busy student life <laughs> okay and tipping what would you think i mean uh, generally are you really just t are you tipping because you like the service are you because it's something that you should do mm. anyway. I mean, to tell you the truth, there are a couple of occasions where I feel that like I've been overcharged with things and things have not been great. And I just think, well, I'm not going to give a tip because yeah. I'm not very happy with this. But if it's really good, I'd be happy to give a tip and service has been great. So I don't know. I mean, is that how do you feel about that? Yeah, um, I, I am a tipper because I used to be a waitress when I was a student. So I, I have a soft spot for, for waiting staff. But again, like you, you know, if it, uh, having said that, you know, 10% is mandatory in Hong Kong, so you, you're tipping anyway. But if mm. I feel the service is really good or, you know, if, if the waiters or waitresses are quite chatty and really nice, and I'll leave something a bit extra. Um, but Yeah, in, yeah, yeah. In, in, in I think it, it, it varies, doesn't it? But I can understand lots of people have said that, that, you know, I was a waitress or I was a waiter and I know what it means. And I think that's where the appreciation comes in, exactly. that you have to understand that people are working hard. And I and I understand that completely. How about sending food back? Um, have you done that? Anytime in restaurants? Not really. You know, Hong, Hong, in Hong Kong, if you find a hair, you just sort of like remove it. <laughs> but, but, but Sadi, I'm afraid we're out of time today. So, right. But it's such a great topic. I think it warrants well part two, table manners, lots of very interesting things. Um, no, and <laughs> glad to learn so many of your stories, Sadi. We know you're a true foodie. Thank you so much for joining us today. And we'll look forward to more chats with you next week. Thank you very much. Good. See you then. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye for now. And a quick look 